What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kinston, North Carolina. It is finally Friday. It's Friday, December the 1st in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 980 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, why they will be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the first birthday game of the month and the first birthday game of our fifth year of uh of playing uh of playing that game and of uh the brian hank so that's right we have another great show here for you on our de facto fourth anniversary of the brian hank show that's right uh four years ago on uh december the 2nd 2019 now of course we're not going to have a show tomorrow because it's saturday but uh four years ago today or tomorrow we had our very first show here on 960 betonthebull.com of course we were just 960 the bull uh 4 years ago but uh man uh just uh, can't believe 4 years have gone by so 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 quick uh in some ways it's been really quick and in some ways it hasn't been uh but man I tell you I'm just uh just honored that uh, you guys have uh, joined us and supported us. And there were people, and you know who you are, that said we weren't going to make it. But doggone it, we have made it. Very, very proud. And uh, you'll hear uh, John and Jonathan and I talk about it in the birthday game at the end of the second hour today. But, uh, man, just thank you so much. Uh, Thank you to all our sponsors. Uh, Thank you to the people who support us. I mean, I always talk about the holy triumvirate of – People who really encouraged this show in the very beginning. I mean, Richie Honeycutt from Lenore Community College just uh, was amazing. He uh, or she uh, just, uh, I don't know, just so encouraging. We had, uh, like I said, we started it four years ago, but the original thing was probably about even five or six years ago. We started talking about it in 2017. I left the free press in 2016 helped uh bj start news news uh i guess sometime what in that late 2017 window or whatever it was hell i can't remember maybe even 2018 and you know it didn't work out there and i thought you know what i I still wanted to be out there i still wanted to be in the community still wanted to be doing stuff and had talked to richie about it and just got lots of advice from her and again we started the show uh four years ago officially but she's been a part of it from the very beginning. The other two people that have just been such, such a part of this, uh, obviously John and Jonathan, I'll get to them in a moment, but the behind the scenes people, Jacques Pasileg over at uh, GoEco was just, uh, he's not only a good friend. I mean, he is somebody that has encouraged me since the very beginning. And then Danny Rice, uh, heck, Danny might've been the, uh, besides Richie, Danny was the very first one. I remember talking to him and him telling, you know, me telling him my vision and, uh, and he's just been encouraging since the very beginning. So, uh, Danny, Jacques, and Richie Honeycutt, of course. I mean, uh, those are the big three that uh, that made sure this thing happened. Listen, Jason Bryant uh, was on me from – I mean, talk about somebody from the very, very beginning. It was Jason Bryant, our sales executive to the stars here at WRNS. Uh, when I was even still with the free press, he was with another radio station at that time and was uh, trying to get me to come over and do games for him. And uh, and then we talked about a show and all that. So I'm telling you, man, uh, Jason, my brother, just one of the great guys out there too. And uh, just I really do appreciate him. Oh, I get, a, I get a fist bump? Okay, very good, very good. But, huh? 
Oh, yeah. Put your headphones on. I can't hear you when, you when you don't have your headphones on. It's executive producer of the show. I'm talking about all these other people. I mean, Jason Bryant and Richie Honeycutt and Jacques Passlake and Danny Rice. But this beautiful, lovely woman sitting across Ow. from me. <laughs> sitting across from me right now has been the uh out of everybody has been the uh, number one source of uh encouragement for this today is our four-year anniversary happy anniversary baby all right, yeah. all right. No, no leave your clothes on oh so. oh we got the windows open here oh, there could hello. be children riding by on a school bus going by hello people <laughs> there you go linda whittington yes sir the executive producer of this show it has it's been a fun run man yeah. it just, but out of everybody like i said john and jonathan who have just been on every single episode mm-hmm. of uh, the brian hank show i listen john outside of you John's probably my best friend on this planet. No. You know, well, he is. I yeah, mean, I, I, I love that. John to death. And, cool. uh, you know, my little, you remember, cause you've been here for the entire ride. I was telling the, I was telling the listeners about how back in 2017 is when we kind of got the original idea for this. I mean, and Jason Bryant had said something to me about it and I'd gone and talked to Richie about it. And, mm-hmm. uh, but you've been there since the very beginning. You've been very mm-hmm. encouraging. And mm-hmm. yeah. even when I don't want to get up. You know, you'll, you'll, <laughs> you'll, yeah. you'll, you'll splash water on me and say, uh-huh. get to work. That's the fun part. Mama needs new shoes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't okay. know. But I love you. Oh, I love you. We're getting too. married. Yes, This we are. month. I know. It's December 1st. The countdown begins. It really, four weeks from tomorrow. Yes. 29 days. If you don't leave me for Sean Casty, I am a little bit concerned about that. Oh, no. Don't worry about that. Man, I mean, after yesterday's show, Ooh. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned. I mean, oh. you and uh, you and BJ. BJ. Mm-hmm. You and yes. BJ. BJ. Is that what you call her? Uh-huh. BJ Coons. <laughs> Man, you two were just glowing so hard off that. Uh, oh, it was awesome. What an awesome gift. I was about to say, uh, I well, and it was from BJ. That yes, was your that your was gift Christmas from BJ. Present. That was awesome. But uh, I guess I'd be the same way with Bono, you know? Yeah, yeah. he would. Yeah. yeah. He would. I yeah. mean, if I were able to be that close to him now, you know, of course, mm-hmm. you know. Anyway, anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the fourth mm-hmm. anniversary of the show. Your, your favorite memories of our 979 previous episodes in four years of the Brian Hanks show over there, Linda Whittington, soon to be Linda Hanks. My favorite memories. Um, I don't know. I just love the guests that you have come in, and um, I get to greet them. Yeah, put them in the green room or in the man cave slash <laughs> well, green room. Yeah, I have to tell them. I said we have to go in the green room. There's nothing green about it, but that's what he calls it. <laughs> Maybe um, we should call it the orange room. Uh-huh. There's a lot of Virginia stuff in yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that. But listen, in all sincerity, I mean, this is going to be that type of show where I'm just very, very thankful and grateful. And and I am. I love you. I'm very thankful to you, John and Jonathan, who are John's my brother mm-hmm. and uh, my, my work husband, I guess yes. you could call John. Mm-hmm. And then our son, our work son is uh jonathan you're right that's not weird is it yes it is weird (laughs) okay (laughs) but uh i I love them to death like i said jason bryant who just has been the number one source of uh encouragement uh like i said the big three richie and i know rich we let tell them how much we love richie oh we love richie but why do we love her we love her we many reasons but she's also our um Wedding director. That's right. And she, her and Tanya are the reason we're together. Uh, Tanya Adams, uh-huh. we should tell people that. Yeah. Who Tanya, I think, is in Hawaii. Aloha, we. Yeah. Is it? We. Yeah. Aloha. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you were asleep 10 minutes ago, so I, I do was, appreciate I you uh, getting yes. up and coming here and doing Thank this. You. Thank but uh, yeah, oh, that's right. We should tell people. Well, you know what? Why don't we save that for the week, our, our final, maybe our final episode before the wedding on December 20th? 22nd i think okay you know we're taking two weeks off again i'm taking that whole week off of christmas Uh and then we're going on our honeymoon you want to tell everybody where we're going on our honeymoon we are going on a cruise to the bahamas that's right bahamas cruise baby you can see me and my speedos out on that carnival ship guess who i (laughs) um guess who i talked on the phone last night who 
Teresa Davis. What? Yes, they're you coming to the to wedding. Yes, she asked oh me, could she call? Gosh. Wanted to ask a few questions about, you know, they're trying Tell to Tell them who that is, because of course, Teresa Davis means something Nothing to me. Nothing to nobody. Nobody else, but tell them who Teresa Davis is. Teresa Davis and Joe Davis, her husband, are um, the last cruise we went on in August, the proposal cruise. Yeah. Um, we, to Alaska. To Alaska. They were our dining buddies we dined with them every night at dinner but we ended up doing things with them we hit it off with they were great they were friends. awesome they're yeah. gonna be here one night or two nights um she hasn't decided she was coming in thursday but now she's got a f- old friend that's gonna be there for christmas so she i think it's gonna be friday and then and saturday, saturday of course for the wedding Boy. and they'll leave saturday after the wedding okay oh yeah. my god are they yeah. flying in driving in i'm uh, flying in Raleigh. Somebody we only knew for a week is yes. coming into our way. How yes. awesome is that? Yeah. And um, they were there when he proposed. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, they're great. They're oh, awesome. My I can't gosh. wait to see them. I can't either. Yeah. That is going to be awesome. So, uh, anyway, oh my gosh, that, that's, that's beyond awesome. But that's what we'll do. Uh, I think maybe we'll make that the wedding show on December 22nd. It'll be three, oh my God, three weeks from today is the yeah. last day that I will work. For yeah. a couple of weeks, uh-huh. so uh, I like that a lot. Well, listen, uh, again. Now you do have three big supporters of your show, and I, I know I'm kind of biased because they're my sons, yeah. but they have always supported well, this Paul show. Well, Paul will be on here in, uh-huh. uh, what, in less than 10 minutes. Yeah, so. and they love being on the show. Um, it's funny, when Clay was here living in this area, there would be a day or a week where he'd have – one day is one Whittington, the next day is the other Whittington, and the next day is the third Whittington. It was so funny. Now, love them to death, man. I mean, uh-huh. I, you – and like I said, let's save some of this for uh, three weeks from today when we do when we do the wedding show. I think that's the what we'll declare show. because uh, Paul will be on the show that day because it will be Friday. Uh-huh. Maybe we'll have Rick Vernon on the show that day who's nice. going to be doing our ceremony. What do you yeah. think? We'll just have a whole wedding show. Tanya and Richie. We'll have Tanya and Richie on the show. Bijay. Uh-huh. That'll be my brother. Call your brother. Yeah, we'll call my uh-huh. brother who's going to be uh, my best man. Yeah. Everything. Let's, I declare it. Friday, December the 22nd, in the year of our Lord, 2023, will be the wedding show. The okay? wedding show. Watch out, people. Oh, no. Now everybody's putting it on their calendar so they won't tune in. <laughs> what? Yeah. They will. I, I just so. felt it. Oh, well. <laughs> anyway, listen, uh, real quick, we just said, uh, Paul, he will be joining us here uh, in about less than 10 minutes or so, uh, but uh, very excited to have him on. We'll be talking about the NASCAR banquet was last night, uh, Carolina Hurricanes. I believe they lost last night. I didn't get a chance to look that up, but uh, hmm. uh, I'll, I'll look. But he'll let us know for sure. We'll oh, talk yeah. some ECU football. We'll put the wrap on the season with him. Uh, but it's also Friday. You know what that means, don't you, Linda Whittington? It's Friday. I don't have to work. Yeah, how in the world did you get today off, by the way? I asked for it because I got to get ready for the show. Well, we're going to get to that in a moment. But anyway, it is Friday. What, Friday means it's TGIF with IP. Oh, yeah. IP. That's right. Got to thank Danny Foray again. I don't think I've formally thanked him for he gave the name. I got to get him. Like I think well, I did give him a T-shirt. Got to get him a couple of koozies, though, mm-hmm. okay? Because uh, he is—he was one that came up with the name for the show. Yeah. How wow, about that? TGIF nice. with IP, Danny Foray, a coach over at uh, Kenson High School. He does uh, the PA for the Kenson football team. Uh-huh. Super cool guy. Nice. But, uh, but uh, TGIF with IP, uh, it's our weekly NIL visit with Isaac Parson from Winston-Salem State University, former Kenston point guard and current Winston-Salem starting point guard, Isaac Parson. We've not had him on in two weeks because we had Black Friday last Friday, so mm-hmm. we didn't talk to him last week. So uh, we got two weeks of games to catch up with. We got nice. a game to preview this week. He's just been super busy. He's leading the team in scoring. He is just doing everything. He's gonna, He was preseason all CIAA. He's just having a great season so far. Uh, so we'll be talking to him to tip off our second hour. And then – for the first time here in this basketball season, about 15 minutes or so into the second hour, uh, we'll have three-time state championship coach Perry Tindall will be oh. joining us. So very excited about that. We've not had him on in a minute. No, but, you haven't, uh, but We have not, but very excited about that. Well. I do too, and mm-hmm. I, I hope he doesn't mind. I hope I'm not violating any HIPAA uh, regulations here when I say this, but uh, he's been having some health problems. I yeah. guess uh, the flu just wiped uh, went through his entire family. 
and his household. And mm-hmm. I got to tell you, I'm a little bit nervous about going to Kenston tonight because I think Diesel had the flu. Oh, my. Yeah, Diesel had the flu for a little yeah. bit, and it's just gone through Kenston High School. So I may, like, be double masking there you go. Uh, tonight. Double mask. <laughs> double mask That's and thing, wear gloves uh-huh. and uh, maybe even, like, goggles so the flu can't get my and eyes. No I one can, can come up there with you. I am going to be sitting in the uh, – Jason, yeah. I've already talked about I'm going to be sitting up in the uh, crow's nest, so – uh yes i won't be surrounded by a ton of people Mm -hmm. uh you know so maybe i can avoid the flu there but paul whittington here in our first hour got linda whittington here is going to stay with us here for a few more minutes (laughs) why do you wave every time i say your name because it's polite (laughs) oh my god then isaac parson and perry tindall in our second hour and that will be our show listen uh so much uh, so much stuff going on let me just hit this real quick went to the ecu men's basketball game last night and impressive 74 to 66 win against UNC Wilmington last night. Uh, one point short of tacos, though. Oh, yeah, you got to score 75 points and everybody gets a free Taco Bell taco. Uh-huh. And uh, the only thing I got to tell you, listen, I hate to bring up negativity, especially in a, mm-hmm. in a big win. Because it was. It was it a was big a win. Great win. Yeah, I mean, and listen, ECU, we've seen them three times or four times this year. Um, three, I guess. Three. Yeah. Three. And the best they've played all year. Right. I mean, they really did. They were even without the starting center. And, uh, but Brandon was there. Brandon Johnson played yes, and just, he, played. Uh, he tore it up double, double, 17 points, 11 rebounds for him. Uh, Who's Bobby Pettiford. Uh, I don't know who number one is. Bobby Pettiford's number zero, though. And he really had a good game, too. I should okay. have the stats here in front of me. But that, the only thing I want to say, and we're not going to ex- <clears throat> expound on this point, we just. I loved having the student section there. And there were probably, I don't know, 5,500 people there last night. Mm -hmm. We could do without all the vulgarities, though. Yes. You know, and and in the interest of full disclosure, we left with about three minutes left in the game. Because because I had to get up and do the show this morning. And so we listened to the end of the game on the radio last night. And it wasn't just on the radio. It was even before that. They uh, Every time the referees would make a bad call, they would – they would do little cursing chants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this one was bad. This one was right. And I'm not even going to hint of what it was. No, it was really, really bad. And they're right behind the radio setup. Yep. And so it, I, we heard it on the radio. Clearly could hear and the student section. chanting it. Yeah, it was cursing last night. Yeah, it was awful. Oh, wow. And, hey, Keith Spence jumps in, too. He says... Uh, you could hear the vulgarities on the ESPN Plus broadcast, oh too. Oh, my gosh. That's an embarrassment, guys. Come that on, is. somebody. And listen, I know I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth, but it was so awesome having the student section there last right. night. Yeah. Filled up the entire lower section of the bowl right. at Menji's Coliseum last night. And that's the good part. The bad part is, come on, y'all, on a national stage, on the ESPN mm-hmm. Plus, like what uh, Spence said there. We don't need that. No. I mean, it's embarrassing. I mean, it really yeah. is embarrassing. And do better. It Come hurt on, my Byron. heart to hear it. It did me like, too. Well, that just kind of took away from the win. A big win yeah. over what? Probably your arch rival, UNC right. Wilmington, year in and year out. Oh the arch rival in they basketball. They had a good showing. Not. I mean, we had a better showing of people in the crowd, well, but they uh, had their little corner over there. Yes, they <laughs> did. Where you and I sit uh, yeah. in the second level, uh, first row, <coughs> by yeah. the way, second yeah. level. But they were over to our right, and they had pretty much a whole section yeah. to themselves. Yeah. And uh, it, it was just disappointing. I, mm. That part was disappointing. Good win, though. Yes. But just, uh, and again, win. I don't let, let's not make a positive situation a negative one, but someone, mm. I hope someone gets in John Gilbert's ear or, because I don't put it on the coach, of course. No. But you know what? I put it on the AD. When he was hearing those chants last night, he could have gone over there and, you know, hey. Who's he? Uh, he's the AD. Athletics director. Where does he sit? I have no idea, he but he's the athletics around. director. No, so he was yeah. there. He was in okay. the, the pregame. Well, no, I mean, stuff. he probably walks around because, like, yeah. Shelly at LCC walks around. Exactly. But he could have done something about that. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, uh, but still, a big win for them. Their next game is going to be Monday night against Maryland Eastern Shore, the ECU women's basketball team. They're home versus Coppin State Saturday at 2. Then they'll be home versus Ashanti Lynch and Maryland Eastern Shore. This is weird for Monday night. The men's game is at 4 o'clock at ECU. The women's game is at 6.30. Okay. Guess who's going to be on the mic for the women's game? You are. That's right. I'll be there. 
So pretty lovely. excited about that. Uh, I'll be uh, uh, following Morgan Aylers, who does uh, the football and basketball. I'm, I'm his understudy, I guess. If you, uh, you know, if you, like, if we're using a Broadway example here, mm-hmm. I mean, he is the guy that's been doing it for uh, uh, twenty years, I guess. Oh, you know, I like 20, him. 25. Oh, he's very yeah. good. He's the best. He's oh. the best. That's. It, but I've been lucky to be, uh, you know, I haven't done a football game. I've done a men's game. I've done a uh-huh. women's game. I've done air. I think I've pretty much, I've not done track and field, but I don't know if they have PA for track and field at ECU. I don't know, I don't know either, but I've done every that. other sport. I want to do a football game. That's on my bucket list. Mm-hmm. I hope he takes a day off, you know, and yeah. says, Hey, I need a day off. Then I would love to do that for him. But, right. but when you've done it for 20, 25 years, I can understand, mm-hmm. you know, wanting to stay, but anyway, yeah. uh, that's ECU, uh, da, 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 ECU volleyball. We met a couple or we didn't meet, but we talked to a couple or we didn't really talk to them. We wished them good luck, uh, tomorrow or tonight in their playoff game. But when we were walking in, we saw a couple of the ECU women's volleyball. Oh teams yeah. Yeah. On our way in last I thought night. They were and, basketball players cause they had stupid basketballs. Th- those were volleyballs, honey. Okay basketballs are orange volleyballs are white i know but these were girls <laughs> blonde. some of them were blonde and i thought they had the wrong ball oh linda mm-hmm. anyway ecu women's volleyball they start the uh, oh, nit version of the postseason tonight at Menji's georgia southern winthrop they start the tourney at two o'clock and then ecu takes on uh, the citadel at uh, six o'clock that'll be at Menji's. Uh, real quick, I got to get these in. Da, da, da. High school basketball tonight. Ken, uh, Kenston's girls, will tell you this, lost last night 50 to 27. Thank you so much, Diesel. I uh, got the score from him. And then, just as we started the show here, too, want to thank Coach Bradshaw. Uh, he hit me up, too, after I texted both of them. Uh, but they lost last night 50 to 27 to Jacksonville. So the boys are one and one, the girls are one and two. But they play tonight at home against Greenville Rose. Cannot wait for that. Then the boys play at Kill Devil Hills uh, first flight tomorrow at 9 p.m. Uh, so uh, that's Kenson. North and Orr's boys and girls. The boys are 1-1. One and one, The girls are 2-0. and oh. They're home against Green Central today. Green Central's boys and girls are both 0-3. Oh South and Orr, yeah. South and Orr is 1-3. And, and boys and girls, they are at Aiden Grifton today. Uh Aiden Grifton, the, their boys are three and zero. Their girls are zero and three. I got to tell you what, I'm going to get the Aiden Grifton coach on the show on Monday. That's going to be my number one goal is to get him here on the show. I'm going to try to have Ashante and him here on the show on Monday. Parrot Academy, a tough loss for their boys last night. They fell to two to one, two and one with a fifty six to twenty eight loss at home last night to Wayne Christian. The girls remain winless at zero and three. They lost forty five to thirty six to Wayne Christian. Uh, the boys are home tonight versus Fayetteville Academy, who is five and two. I don't think the girls are playing tonight. It wasn't up on Max Preps anyway. Uh, Bethel Christian Academy, uh, their boys are two and three after a fifty-seven to forty-eight loss in double overtime last night at Jacksonville Christian Academy. Tough loss for uh, Burt Potter and the Trojans. The girls fell to zero and two with a forty-eight to thirty loss, and then both teams returned to action Tuesday versus Beargrass Charter. We told you about Green Central and Aiden Grifton. Jones Seniors boys are three and one. Their girls are one and three, and uh, they travel to Union today. Uh, I'm looking at our hometown heroes here. Brandon Ingram and New Orleans Pelicans. They are home today versus San Antonio. Uh, and then at Chicago tomorrow, Reggie Bullock Jr. Sounds weird saying that, Bullock Jr. And uh, the Houston Rockets, they are at the Lakers tomorrow at 1030. Then both those teams, uh, well, that's not true because New Orleans actually will play in the uh, in the NBA in-season quarterfinals on Monday at Sacramento. That game will be at 10 o'clock. <sighs> Damian Dunn in Houston, they are 7-0. and They play it, uh, tonight at Xavier at 6.30. That game will be on FS1. Trez and the Georgetown Hoyas, they're 5-2. and They are home versus TCU Saturday at 5.30. That'll be on FS1. Jerry Stackhouse and Vanderbilt, uh, they are 3-4. and four. They host Alabama A&M Saturday. Isaac, Jeremy, and Amaji Dodd of Winston-Salem State, they're 5-3. and three. They play at Bluefield State University this coming Thursday. Ashanti Lynch, former North North Star Ashanti Lynch of Maryland Eastern Shore, they're now 4-3 and three, uh, after a 69-52 home win versus Mount St. Mary's Wednesday. Ashanti started. She had seven points, five rebounds, a steal on the block in the win. They are at Seton Hall tomorrow, and then they are at ECU on Monday at 6-30. Whoa. Did I mention I'll be on the mic for that game? 
I don't know. Did you? <laughs> there you go. Mirror, uh, mirror, more of, of Mount Olive. He has not played yet this season, but uh, he is at Mount Olive. Uh, Dante Ellis uh, is uh, PCC, uh, Pitt Community College's leading scorer. They are at Central Car- Carolina Community College tomorrow at 3 and then at Bryant and Stratton Sunday at 3. So, whew, there we go. Tell you what, we have got uh, – uh, a big thing. I've saved this for last because I wanted you to talk about it. Mm-hmm. White Christmas, yeah, begins tonight yes. at uh, at uh, Lenore Community College. Mm-hmm. We spent a couple of days of the show this week. We had, uh, uh, oh my gosh, uh, Crystal. What was her last name? Crystal Gaskins. Uh-huh. One of the stars of the show was on Tuesday's show. We had uh, Lily Grace Martin on right. Wednesday show. Both right. of them are going to be starring in it, uh, it but. Before the show begins, Linda Whittington, what yes. can people, when they go to the show tonight and tomorrow at 2 and Sunday at 2, what can they uh, what can they uh, anticipate out there in the lobby waiting for them? Well, it's, I don't think it's actually in the lobby. It's oh. down in the dining room. Oh, okay. They're going to have a vendor market set up for you, so you can do some early Christmas shopping, stocking stuff. You're stuffers. a vendor market. <laughs> dude this is awesome paul Hello? she's looking around like where did that voice come from oh my God. that disembodied voice yeah that was weird that was weird but go ahead tell, oh, exactly. tell them about tell them about Anyways, the vendor market so there's gonna be a vendor market with quite a few vendors selling um well i'll tell you what i'm selling because i don't yeah. know what they're selling <laughs> I'm, i'll have some resin earrings and some new of these sublimation style earrings which is really cool to make um i'll do i'm doing Got some decoupage items like the seashells with North Carolina in them. Now you're not supposed to talk about those because that's what you're giving Paul for Christmas. Oh, no. He don't know stuff. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I have some stuff. North Carolina ornaments that are decoupaged. And my new thing is these wax candles that I've decoupaged. And, they're, of course, they're with the North Carolina design on them. Um, and what I think I just saying? heard Levi. Oh, no. That was Paul, he's called me a nerd. <laughs> he called you a, no, that was Levi calling okay, you a nerd. Okay, so that's he would the, never call Grandma Linda a nerd. That, that's my what I'll have. But please come and the tell show. everybody too. Come before the show. Yeah, and everybody that makes a purchase from you gets an absolutely free Brian Hanks show koozie. Oh, this is news to me. Yeah. Yes. But how cool is that? So if you buy, well, you know what? What's your cheapest thing that you've got? Um, earring. I don't know. Well, like price wise, what's your cheapest? Twelve dollar earrings. Very good. I love it. Everyone that buys something from uh, from uh, Linda Whittington tonight and tomorrow and on Sunday, Mm -hmm. you get an absolutely free limited edition. Brian Hanks show koozie, which is yes. the dude. These things went like I'm not even playing. Ask uh, Michael and ask Jacques on uh, Tuesday's game at LCC. That's funny. These things went like hotcakes. People kept coming up to me asking because Ricky Whaley was making the announcement on the PA. Uh-huh. So people kept coming up and asking. I had to go out to the car twice. We gave out about thigh. In fact, you saw the my little container in the car completely empty. So we need to fill yeah. that up for so uh, yeah. Um, but uh, these things went like they are awesome. They're thick. They're nice. nice yes. It's got the QR code on the uh-huh. back that you, you you know what a QR code is, don't you, Paul Whittington? Heard of them. Scanned <laughs> a few of them. There you go. You you do the QR sure. code on the back. Takes you straight to our shows page on SoundCloud. It is a lot of fun. So don't forget White Christmas tonight at seven. Saturday yeah. at two. Sunday at two. Get out there an hour early though. Do some shopping. Get again. Go to Linda Whittington's mm-hmm. uh, booth, buy something from her. You get a free koozie, and then go to the concessions. You can put your drink in your koozie. In your koozie, if it's not yeah. a cup. Um, but aren't you a sponsor of the White Christmas? I am. Uh, the uh-huh. Brian Hanks Show is a proud sponsor this of cool. the uh, of White Christmas. So mm-hmm. uh, very proud to be a part of that. Hey, you know what? One hand shakes another one. We scratch each other's back. The Lenore Community, Co- Lenore Community College is a the title sponsor of the Brian Hanks show. So, you know what? I do what I can to right. help them out. You I know? love it. Yes. Your final thoughts before we get the man, the genius, the legend up here on the show. I've got to get busy today because I've um, had a busy week and yeah, my final thoughts are like, uh, I'm stressing. Or you going to start, you should start working right now and just keep the headphones on and, and um, you can listen to the whole show. I can do it. Why don't you do that? <laughs> Anything you would like to say to your beautiful. Oh my God. I got to tell you this, Paul, our entire house is being taken over 
by photos of your progeny, okay? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I told Dude. him we got to build a new room so I can have more wall space. I am uh, Mr. Momming it today. <laughs> Sam <laughs> cool. has, oh. has gone back to work. How was she? Uh, he is, she was okay this morning. Yeah, okay. she was okay. okay. Didn't, didn't want to leave him, but so as we've been – as I've been sitting here, uh, he's very happy this morning. Oh. Uh, slept all th- slept all through the night last night. Sam put him down at like nine thirty. He talked nonstop until about ten thirty before he finally fell asleep. It. I actually had to wake him up at about six this morning. Oh my! To, to get him to get him to where I could feed him, and then he slept for a little bit longer. Now he's just sitting here on the ottoman, making those big smiles, just squirming around, but. As he's been sitting on the ottoman, and as y'all been talking about uh, the 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 holiday event, uh-huh. he has he has definitely pooped his diaper. Oh, sweet! Uh, so I, we're this we're almost be exciting. We're almost, I like, no, I want to hear you change him while you're on the no, air. No, no. Well, I was I was getting ready to say we're almost a thousand episodes into this thing, <laughs> and we're about to have a Brian Hink show first. Um, <laughs> Well, you do know, Paul Whittington, how about this? Today is the de facto fourth anniversary of the show. I mean, tomorrow is technically, uh, we had our very first show December 2nd, 2019, so tomorrow would be the four-year anniversary, but uh, your boy ain't getting up on his day off to uh, do a show to celebrate the fourth anniversary, okay? That's fair. That's fair. So, So you are part of the fourth anniversary show today. How about that? I love it. Mm. Happy to be here. Well, very Happy good. four years. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, like you said, the thousandth episode coming up, uh, what, in about five weeks or so. Uh, so we'll, 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 we'll get down and party hard for that one uh, coming up on January 12th, which is a very special day on uh, several different accounts, but we'll yeah. get to that later. But, uh, Linda, final, anything, what do you want to tell your, uh, your beautiful grandson? I love you, little boy. Keep smiling. <laughs> Grandma be there one. I don't know. I'm gonna have a busy weekend. Darn it! I, I just, I just sent y'all a uh, a picture that I got of him while I've been sitting here. Oh, cool! Waiting for y'all to talk oh, to me instead my. of talking to Linda. Linda, <laughs> you don't have your phone in here, no. do you? Here, I'll show you on my phone then, because I just looked at it <laughs> on my computer screen here. Oh my gosh! We may have, may I run that picture with uh? yeah absolutely oh look at his smile oh he's so sweet lord that child is so cute okay he's been he's been making just those faces for like the past 10 minutes (laughs) that's so funny well very good well are you gonna keep are you gonna sit here and keep working which is fun no i've i've got it i'm gonna go get us breakfast all right i love that uh thank you linda so much and and, and in all sincerity we've been talking about the four-year anniversary and all Mm -hmm. that i love you you've been such a support for this and you are the you're our unpaid intern and executive producer who does a lot of tough work here and always greets everybody when they come in you tell me when we're not on the air and i love it and jason's listening right now too but uh, she'll be freaking out. You're not on the air. She'll send me, you know, in yeah. all caps, you know, with eight exclamation points. And then uh, Jason takes care of it as he always, always mm-hmm. does. But, uh, hey, I appreciate you. Thank you so Thank much. You. Okay. I love it. And I, I should say this, too. Did you know your son, Paul Whittington, who is on the show right now, this is, let me look at the math here because I've got it here, his 138th appearance here wow. on the show. Wow. How that about that, so Paul? Cool. 138. That. No one else. Second place is Junius, and you know mm-hmm. we're we're you know still praying hard for him and all yes. that. But uh, uh, 138 appearances. I think about it. This is 980 shows. Come here, do some math here for me, Paul. Yeah, Paul. We've had 980 okay. shows. This is your 138th appearance. So that means what? One out of every eight and a half episodes you've been on. You're you're asking for for different math. How many episodes? Oh, uh, what, <laughs> what we've done nine today's 980 980 okay so i'm i'm on here 14 percent of the time <laughs> wow Gee. that's awesome i love it whatever whatever that math math's out to be i don't know 14 percent of the time hey i hate to put this on you but you're the smart one in this uh and, <laughs> so we we depend on you for the intelligence of the show okay <laughs> fair enough hey linda what was that uh, bar, the bar's the bar's low well there you go linda thank you so much i love you honey okay i love you too thank you very good well let's uh pivot 
pivot to uh, Paul Whittington here on the show. I'm muting you, okay? So if you're trying to talk, uh, you know, they're not going to be able to hear you. Uh, But Paul Whittington joined us. He is our our NASCAR expert. He's our NHL expert, our Carolina Hurricanes expert, Uh, ECU grad, uh, LCC grad, just all kinds of stuff that uh, Paul does for us. We're going to talk a little uh, NFL, but... Uh, lots of stuff we're going to talk about here, but I did want to, uh, I know the NASCAR awards were last night. Our mutual good friend, mm-hmm. Alex Hayden was there. I, I gotta tell you, I really enjoyed seeing his pictures from last night from Nashville yeah. and I dude, it's as good a time as any to just go ahead and Jason's listening now. So Jason, we're going to talk about NASCAR for the next five minutes. So you can turn off your, uh, radio right now, uh, <laughs> uh but, uh, let's just go ahead and put a wrap on it. Did was it was it televised last night or did they record it and they're going to televise it later? How did that? How did they do that last night? Yeah, that's a great question. So the Motor Racing Network had uh, their live broadcast from the award ceremony. Uh, it was taped and it will run, I believe, on FS1 later today or like tonight. I, I'm pretty sure Fox carries that, so uh, it it will it will be broadcast on television. It just wasn't broadcast live. Okay. Well, you know what? And it used to be, and I think they move it around a little bit now. Uh, tell Remy to pipe down. Okay. But, uh, they used to televise it on, it was from New York city. Cause I would I always loved seeing the cars in times square. They would always, you know, have four or five of, uh, uh, the stock cars out there in the middle of times square and I get it. It's Nashville and all that, but I, I kind of miss it not being in New York city, dude. Yeah, well, you know, they had moved away from New York City and actually gone out to Las Vegas uh, for for a couple of years, and uh, you know, you know, then they moved it to uh, to Nashville because that market was was very important to them. They they wanted to have a presence out there before they actually went racing back racing in Nashville, and uh, they they did this thing, and and I don't know why they didn't. They haven't done it. I don't think they did it last year. They didn't do it this year, but they have like uh, various drivers that go out there on Music Row and do burnout. And that's wow. always a ton of fun, right? Um, I think I, I think it has something to do with the amount of construction that's currently happening uh, on Music Row down there in Bro- uh, on Broadway in Nashville. But um, nevertheless, they do take the cars out there, and, and you know that's always fun. You just don't get to don't get to see it as much anymore. But um, yeah, I'm with you. There was there was a certain uh, appeal to being at the Waldorf Astoria uh, in in New York City. Well, you got to forgive me. That was during, I guess that's something they did years ago. That was during that time when I was taking my NASCAR sabbatical. And I've got to tell you this, this is awesome. Uh, Jason is listening and he said that it aired at midnight last night because no one cares except you and Paul and Panicelli. <laughs> and he's wrong. Okay. He's right. I know. I know. Well, you know, he's one of those <laughs> dissolutes just like, Hey dude, he's just like I was until you and I've got closer <laughs> two or three years ago. And you, you rap bastard turned me into a, uh, NASCAR fan again, dude. So I understand where he's coming from, man. He used to be a NASCAR fan and got disillusioned by it, but dude, he's just going to be another one of the converts that you bring back to the sport. How about that? Well, it's he. I'm gonna have to do a little bit more work on him because he's turned into a boomer with uh, with takes like those. <laughs> oh, I love it! I absolutely love it. Uh, okay, just last thoughts. I mean, this is a, as good a time as any to just put a bow on the uh, 2023 NASCAR season. We're just right around the corner. Okay, I got a. How many days until Daytona? We are 79 days away <laughs> from the sold out. 2024 Daytona 500. We were, were we going to try to go to that? I can't remember. We were we were going to try, and I guess plans kind of changed and, and all that fun stuff. But uh, I, I can't believe it's already sold out. It's you know we we consistently talk about a sold out Daytona 500 every year. I don't know that we ever talk about a sold out Daytona 500 at the end of November. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, and again, I just think it is people like me that you know. That I'm giving credit to. I don't even know if it's new fans of the sport. I'm sure, of course, there are some. But I just think it's, you know, people that, you know, got disillusioned with all the expansion and taking the sport away from North Wilkesboro and taking it away from Rockingham and, you know, and that kind of stuff. And 
with what they did this past year with moving the, you know, putting the all-star race back in North Wilkesboro. And it's going to be there again this year, which by the way, dude, are we going, we, do we need to get our tickets for that? What, what do we need? We, to- we, I haven't heard much about, uh, we, we need to look into it. We okay. need to look into it. Yeah. But we are going again, right? That, that is certainly the plan. We're going to do the show live. By the way, dude, we are not going to do it from Galax, Virginia, like we did last year, dude. I, I don't care if we got to pay an extra. I've already no, no. I've already decided on this, Paul. Uh, even if we yeah. got to pay an extra fifty, seventy-five dollars a night or whatever, dude, we're going to just bite that bullet. We're not going to stay an hour away from the track like we did last year. Okay. I'm all about it. Let's <laughs> do it. I mean, we are men of means now, so it, it, we mm-hmm. we don't have to you know, stay that far away. But I, I mean, I still, I don't want to pay $400 a night either though. Okay. No, I don't want to do that. Don't want to do that. Wow. That's a little, that's a little much, but we are, we are men of means by no means. <laughs> men of means by no means. Paul Whittington joining us here. Uh, again, a look back at the 23 season, just as a sort of a recap. And I mean, I think to me, other than of course, you know, uh, Ryan Blaney winning the championship and all that, is that uh, we did. They returned to the roots. NASCAR is ha- making a concerted effort. And, yes, it was also the 75th anniversary season and all that. But, I mean, to get back to North Wilkesboro, I thought was a pretty significant thing for to in, in trying to appeal back to your home base of NASCAR, didn't you? Yeah, I, I thought it was. I, I, you know, it was, a, it was a great effort that started with Dell and her junior and a weed eater. Uh, the SMI got behind that the, the state of North Carolina got behind with, with all the, with all the money that they, the grant money that they threw at that racetrack. And, uh, and it was awesome. You know, it was, it was really cool to, to go out there and, and see NASCAR's return to that racetrack. And it's going to be even cooler when we go back there next year. And it's a brand new racing surface. Uh, as, as we kind of start to believe that that, that that track is getting ready to host a points race in, in the very near future. Uh, but, just uh, a, a really cool thing that NASCAR was able to do with, with North Wilkesboro, and uh, hopefully that track is, is here to stay for the foreseeable future. But uh, a very popular event last year. Uh, and it was just so much fun, so much fun. The only thing I would change for us, I wanted to, and it, again, I don't care how much it costs as long as it's not ridiculous. I'd love to do the walking inside the track kind of thing. And I know, you know, get a ticket mm-hmm. for that where we could – you know, uh, again, walk inside the track too. Let me ask you this. Uh, what is the reality in your opinion, uh, Paul Whittington, that North Wilkesboro could actually become a date on the regular schedule, not just the all-star race, but be one of the, is it, I guess one of the 36 races in the, in the season. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to happen. I think it's just uh, a matter of time. Uh, you know, repaving the racetrack was, was a step in that direction. The, you know, the racing surface was, was getting a little fragile, I think is a good way of putting it. And, you know, we talked uh, with, with Alex Hayden last year on the show or uh, right before the all-star race on the show here. And we talked about the racing surface and, and there were chunks of it that were coming up and, and there was a little bit of concern from, from some executives in, in the garage area and in, and in race control and what, what was going to happen with the racing surface. And then we, you know, we saw, over the course of the weekend, repairs having to been be made to the racetrack, and that was that was a surface that was just about as old, if not older, than I was. And so they've gone through this repave. Now that they've done that, I think you're going. I don't think you're going to see a Kyle Larson domination or any particular driver completely just dominate the race when we go there for the All Star race next year. But I think repaving that track is. It's kind of the last box that you have to check in stepping toward a points-paying race. Now, the last box you have to check is you're not just going to add a 37th race. Somebody's got to give up their date. Where does that come from? It's definitely going to come from a Speedway Motorsports track. So you have to start figuring out how to get creative with the schedule and figure out where it's going to go. But I wouldn't be surprised, uh, especially with with the new TV deal that we just got uh, coming up in 2025. If we don't see North Wilkesboro as a points-paying race 
God, that was so awesome, man. I just, again, just the whole atmosphere last year. It was just celebratory. And, and we do need saying, of course, there's, you know, naysayers out there and all that, Paul. I mean, the the actual all, the NASCAR all-star race itself was just abysmal. I mean, it was, it wasn't yeah. that much fun, but, but dude, I want to hear your view of it, but it was just, it was so celebratory. I mean, and you had the old people like me that was there. I was at the final race back in 1996, you know, and just that to me, it was bigger than the race itself. However, with the new surface and everything, I think you're going to have to have some good racing uh, out there. It's not going to be able to sustain itself with, uh, just, uh, What's the word I'm looking for here? Just old folks enjoying it. I mean, it's, you're going to have to have some good racing or we're going to see again what, well, I mean, we never had a, a attendance problems there. We really never did, but you will start having attendance problems there if the racing doesn't get any better, don't you think? Yeah, and, and that's what NASCAR fans need to be patient with right now is what Atlanta was the exception because they basically turned Atlanta into a super speedway. But typically when you get a, when you repave a racing surface, it takes five or six races for the surface to kind of come in and, and for the cars to adapt to it. Now, these next gen race cars do have much wider tires. Uh, so, so there's a lot more grip in these race cars and, and maybe with, with that formula, and, and adding that to a repaved racing surface, it doesn't matter as much, and, and we'll see great racing right off the bat. But I wouldn't be at all surprised with what history has told us if you know we go to North Wilkesboro next year and we run the all-star race on this brand-new racing surface, and you just don't see a lot of passing. Um, I, it wouldn't surprise me at all, mostly because of the new racing surface and the cars just are sliding around a lot. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know what you're going to see. but. Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if we're if we're walking away from the All Star race in May, going yeah that wasn't that wasn't the greatest show they could put on but you got to remember it's a new racing surface it takes a little while for for the for the asphalt to rubber in and once it rubbers in you're you're gonna see a good show well just gotta I, be patient I I agree with you wholeheartedly dude and uh, I can't wait that's gonna be a lot of fun uh, now one thing's when is the they've announced the schedule? Uh, what are the two dates for the Bristol races come uh, in the twenty four season? Yeah, it's it's going to be they're going to race in the spring, so they'll have uh, the March seventeenth race, it's, okay. uh, race okay. number five on the season, the the Food City five hundred, and then uh, race number twenty nine will be run on September twenty first. That's the Bass Pro Shops night race at Bristol. Well, I've already told Linda she's got to go. You and I, we are, <laughs> are we not making a concerted effort? We've just got to pick out which one is it that we're going to. Are we going to the spring race or, and even the fall race? That's a point. That's a championship race, right? One of the, uh, 10 championship yeah. races. Yep. That would be in the, uh, let's see. That is a, actually a cutoff race this oh, wow. year in the, in the round of 16. So, uh, they, they'll start. Start the playoffs. Let's see if I got that right. That's eight. That's 12. Yeah, it's uh, the cutoff rates for the round of 16. So the regular season this year cuts off uh, at Darlington. And then the round of 16 is Atlanta, Watkins, Glen, and then Bristol as the cutoff race. So that will be a very exciting night under the lights. Well, just think about it because we're doing it. Dude, I told you this. I have never yeah. been to a Bristol race as a fan. I covered eight or nine races there probably, but dude, I've never been as a fan. I want to sit in the stands. I want to smell the rubber. I want to just, I want to have fun, man, as a fan and be able to cheer. Yeah. So put, Hey, we, we've just got to come together between me, you, your lovely wife, uh, my, the, the lady who will be my wife at that time too. And just determine if we're doing it in the spring or in, uh, in the fall. So there you go. What else are you looking forward yeah, to? We'll make it Say it again. Oh, no, I was just, I, I just said, yeah, we'll, we'll make it happen. Oh, I love it. I love it. That voice you listen to Paul Whittington. He's our Friday guest here on the Brian Hank show. It's been a couple of weeks. We were off last week for uh, black Friday. It's the fourth anniversary show, the fourth year anniversary show here on the Brian Hank show today. So just all kinds of great stuff. We're putting a wrap on the 23, uh, NASCAR season, especially with them having their awards banquet last night in Nashville. So, uh, any other stories stand out to you from uh, the 23 season before we, uh, turn our eye towards the 20, uh, 24 season. 
not much, not much that stands out. Uh, you know, it was another great year with, with the next gen race car. We, we didn't see, well, you know, one of the big stories coming out of 2022 was all the driver injuries. And, and we knew that some improvements were going to have to be made to the next gen race car in, in 2023. And, and, to to really put that, all that state, all the safety concerns kind of behind us. And, and I think we accomplished that because there wasn't, uh, I know Levi, it's okay, buddy. <laughs> he's, he's trying to talk over me. Um, but we didn't, we didn't have the driver injury storyline that we had in 2022. And I, and I think that was the biggest takeaway from the 2023 season. And, uh, we, we got a couple of good headlines this week for, for 2024, but, um, in, in terms of 2023, just uh, a great season, a very deserving champion and, and ready to run it back in 79 days. There you go. Uh, what was Levi trying to say, by the way? He just, he just runs his mouth. There's no telling. I think he's telling me to change his diaper, to be honest with you. He's starting to stink up the living room. <laughs> That's awesome. Is that what Remy was barking about, too? Uh, just like, please, please. Well, she was she was barking because Scott came down the stairs. Oh, oh, that's right. Uh, Scotty boy is there. <laughs> I've forgotten about that. Okay, well, very good. Well, uh, okay, well, that uh, puts the official wrap on the 23 season. Let's look forward to the 24. I know, was it you sent it to me or somebody? It's probably Jason Bryant. You know, he's such a NASCAR fan, but <laughs> something about – I'm joking there. But something about the number 60 car. Uh, there's going to be a number 60 uh, addition to the, to the 24 NASCAR Cup Series next year? Yeah, that's um, that's being done by RFK Racing. Uh, it is their, you know, what was it? Justin uh, Trackhouse Racing did the, um, what was it? The Project Ninety Six or whatever, where they have like a, they they were the one that put Shane Van Gisbergen in, in a race car. He's a driver from another discipline. He comes in and runs the race. Uh, they're they're calling theirs uh, Stage Sixty, and I don't believe they've announced the driver yet or maybe they did yesterday but um it's uh it's a car that they're going to put out there and i and i think the way i understood it was there's going to be some some different drivers that that run in that car um i believe david reagan i think is going to be the uh the first person that that gets behind the wheel but yeah it's david reagan he's going to be the first person behind the wheel uh i don't know if he's in there for the whole season uh i don't think it's a it's a full ride but he is definitely going to be in the car at the daytona 500 dude that is awesome man and oh uh, now the way that originally started wasn't it supposed to be like a uh, an xfinity ride but then they expanded it up to the nascar series was that did i hear that from you or did i read that somewhere uh, you might have read that somewhere I, okay. i'm not entirely sure um it, it's very possible but uh, I, I i think this team is maybe probably trying to start thinking about getting back to a three or four car team, probably a three car team. And I know there's going to be some chargers that are going to be available maybe this year in the next year. But, uh, uh, I, I think the right things are happening at RFK racing right now to start to think about getting back to, uh, being a bigger team. And, and this is a good first step. Well, very good. Well, that's one. Uh, what any uh, silly season stuff you can catch us up on? Anything going on out there? Any uh, rumors of uh, drivers changing teams, or we're going to be pretty pretty much like this year? No, no rumors right now. Um, you know, we're still waiting to see what happens over there at Stuart Haas Racing uh, with with the charter that they have. Are they going to build a fourth driver? Are they going to sell off the charter? No news. No news yet. Um, Biggest storylines right now is, uh, you know, Toyota and Ford have unveiled their 2024 versions of the, the Camry and the Mustang, respectively. I think the Mustang got, got a little cooler looking. The, uh, the Camry, man, they took a step they took a step back. They went from, like, the SE model to the LE model, and it just doesn't look as sexy, I guess. Um, but, but that's okay. Still waiting uh, to hear what Chevrolet's going to do. But uh, we'll see these cars on the track for the first time next week uh, when we have our first tire or we have our first tire test of the of the new season. Uh, a couple of the drivers are going to be out in Phoenix uh, to turn some laps in these 2024 versions of these race cars. So we we'll get our first look at that. Uh, big storyline this week was the announcement of the the new TV broadcasting deal, which will take effect in 2025. So now we have four partners instead of the the two that we've had for the last couple of years. So. The first 14 events 
will be broadcast by Fox. Uh, so they will start with the clash and go to whatever the 14th event was, and, and they'll maintain uh, the all-star race as well. At the conclusion of their 14 events, this, the, the TV rights will shift over to Amazon Prime for five weeks. At the conclusion of those five events, it will go to TNT, who makes its return to NASCAR for the first time, I believe it's 13 years. Uh, they will have five events. And then at the conclusion of their five, it will go to NBC to, to take us to the end of the season. Uh, so four broadcast partners now. Amazon Prime will be the exclusive home of practice and qualifying all season long, with the exception of the Clash, the Daytona 500, and the All-Star Race. Those will stay on Fox. You know, I, I'm of two minds on this, Paul. And again, that voice you listen to, Paul Whittington, uh, here on uh, this Friday, December 1st edition of the Brian Hank Show. I'm of two minds on this. Part of me, I'm like, you know what? Hey, kudos to NASCAR going out there, getting that money so, uh, you know, so the sport can continue. But then the second part of it is, it is very, very frustrating, dude, to not know Basically, I mean, I know they stay with, you know, one of them for several weeks at a time. And the way it's been with Fox mm-hmm. and NBC, you know, it's been what Fox for the first half of the season, NBC for the yep. second part of the season or NBC affiliated uh, networks. But even then, it's just I guess what I'm trying to say, Paul, it just it if you're wanting to expand your sport, wouldn't it be better to just have them all on one network for an entire season? And I know that the argument can be made, well, the NFL doesn't do that, and the NBA, nobody does that. They're all over different ones. But you basically know, for the NBA, for instance, you know, hey, TNT, TBS is the midweek games, the national games, and then it's ESPN on Friday nights. Uh, NFL, you know, with the package that they have, you know, yes, you can watch it on CBS and Fox, NBC on Sunday nights, ESPN on Monday nights, uh, Amazon prime on Thursday nights, but it's pretty well established. I don't know, man. I just think it would help grow the sport if it was just more concentrated on one network. Am am I being ridiculous there or do I have a point? I, I think you got a point, but, but here, here's the complication there. So, First of all, what network is going to be able to carry it for, for 37 weeks of the year? Um, it's, it's basically NASCAR for, for 37 weeks. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's tough to find a TV partner that can do that uh, because it's such a long schedule. It's a, it's a longer schedule than any other sport out there. Um, so it, it can't be Fox because of the NFL. I don't know that NBC wants to do it uh, all, all year long. We're at an interesting point in in kind of the life cycle of of the NASCAR fan right now. You know, there are there is the the older fan base that definitely 100% still has cable in their house, uh, but that fan base is is shrinking. I don't say that to be insensitive, but they are shrinking year by year, right? Uh, and you have to start appealing to to the new fan base, and the new fan base, the fans that you're trying to grab right now, they don't. They don't have traditional cable at their house. They have all these streaming platforms. And and so that's why NASCAR is looking at Amazon Prime to, to kind of be that first streaming partner. Um, if, you're, if you don't know where the race is, you're not trying really hard to find out. Um, and I, and I, I say that a little jokingly because all 36 drivers, the morning of the race, tweet out their little promotional graphic that includes what network the race is on. If you look at any schedule, it tells you what network the race is on. Um, but to, to go back to your original question, I just don't know that there is a partner out there willing to carry all 37 weeks that appeals to, to both extreme demographics that they're trying to get to the, the much older traditional NASCAR fan and the much younger. We're trying to get you to be a fan demographic. Well, if there was a Hanks Broadcasting Corporation, you know, the HBC, <laughs> I would try to get it. But hey, the only thing, dude, I'm just thinking of old school NASCAR fans, okay, yeah, that are trying to go to Amazon Prime to watch it. And I'm talking about people like, you know, even in my father's age range, you know, in their six, late 60s, early 70s, even in the 80s, who maybe are trying to get back in and, you know, Amazon, isn't that where I buy Christmas presents? I don't know. That was a terrible, terrible impression. <laughs> Okay, well, dude, we're up against it. I cannot believe we're not going to – just give give me a solid 30 seconds of uh, Carolina Hurricanes talk, dude. 
Yeah, uh, tough one of the Islanders last night. Uh, they were they were up, then they were tied, then they were down, and then they came back, forced overtime, lost in overtime. Uh, four to three was the final. They're back in action tomorrow night at home. Final game of this this kind of home stretch before they head to uh, Western Canada for a few for uh, about a week or so. But uh, against the Buffalo Sabers tomorrow night, puck drop at seven o'clock. Currently. As we sit right now, Carolina Hurricanes second in the Metropolitan Division, about six points behind the first place New York Rangers. Oh, and Jacques Passlake's listening right now. Uh, that's all. Well, I hung out with him Wednesday night, dude. That's all he wanted to talk about was how good his Rangers are, and they're the best in the in the NHL. And see that uh, right there is the problem with Rangers with Rangers fans. <laughs> Oh, they but just, hey, now they be, just can't now be shut kind, up about it. Be kind. Remember, he's a, he's a friend, but he's also a, you know a pretty big sponsor of the Brian Hanks show. Okay. Well, I'm not going to say anything bad about him or <laughs> or his business or anything like that. But I, I'm, I'll put him in the bucket of a New York Rangers fan for a second. Like that's their problem. They think they're God's gift to hockey. They fall right in there with <laughs> oh, with uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs fans and the Boston Bruins fans and the Pittsburgh Penguins fans. Like they're they just. They, they can't if, – if they're first in the Metro, you definitely have no problem knowing that because <laughs> ask a Rangers fan and they'll tell you. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. I'm I, only no, kidding. no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I just – I keep <laughs> waiting to see uh, if he's going to uh, – yeah, he, he's not typing or anything right now. But uh, <laughs> if he's listening right now, he I'm definitely going to hear from him. And he'll definitely let me know when he listens to the replay. Listen. <laughs> Paul Whittington, dude, again, it's just, it's kind of ironic the way it is, you know, with our fourth anniversary show that you're here with us for your 138th appearance, 14% of every show that we've had Paul Whittington has appeared on. I like that, man, dude. Thank you so much. And, uh, Hey, we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you. There you go. That's Paul Whittington, uh, coming up here in our next hour. Uh, we're going to be talking to Isaac Parson, TGIF with IP here in just a couple minutes. And Perry Tyndall on the Brian Hanks show presented by Lenore community college.